Hi guys, Ash here from the Goodles and Blues and welcome to another episode of the Goodles and Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast. This is episode number 62 and I will apologise just in advance. I have a little bit of a sniffle so if my voice is kind of sounding a bit crackly and sore during this I do apologise in advance. Anyway, welcome to the match preview to Chelsea versus Everton tomorrow on the Monday night football. And from the off I think a lot of us woke this morning. And we saw the rumours that Abdelaide de Corre has broken his foot in in training, apparently. Now, as I'm recording this, you know, I've been looking around. There's nothing on the club's uh, website, uh, no official confirmation of this I can find anywhere. So I don't know where this story is coming from. Um, so let's just hope that there's no truth in this whatsoever because uh, obviously if we miss him for tomorrow's game it will break up the midfield especially what he offers to us on the counter attack so as the day goes on you know we'll just have to see what develops now the results over the, the last couple of days you know pretty much almost went our way you know yesterday the early game Burnley drawing 1-1 with Arsenal so you know not I, I don't expect Arsenal to be you know, giving us any kind of top six hopes. You know, they've had a couple of decent results, I think, in the last couple of games. But with Burnley drawing one day with them, it's good points for us. Obviously, a great one for us was all because obviously Villa had been on a bit of a run. Villa was drawing with Wolves, and then Brighton almost got us into a you know a great you know great mindset. You know, Brighton went one in up against Leicester City, but they just missed out two one. And when Burnley were winning, I was. In my brain, I was running wild, thinking, okay, never mind the top four, but, you know, a chance of a top three. And then if City beat Manchester United in the game later on uh, this afternoon, then you're, you're, it brings us even closer to you're even dreaming of a possible of a, a top two. And even watching the Blue Boys Network yesterday, even they couldn't help but thinking, you know, if results go our way and then our upcoming games go our way, you're thinking, okay... Is it possible that you could finish second in the table? But then, of course, you have to slap yourself into reality and take it one game at a time. And when you do see the fixtures coming up, you know, you are thinking, ooh, three points here. You should get three points there. Yeah, we should get three points there. Or oh, we've already beaten them twice this season. You might get a draw there. So you're thinking of, okay, these are potential, you know, points that we should be winning to see out the season. But then you have to think, you know, about Fulham. I've already beaten us, you have to think of Newcastle, you have to think of the Southampton game, you know, wins are not guaranteed, so it's, you have, you can't just take it for granted, so back to tomorrow's game anyway, and you know, Chelsea winning over Liverpool last time out, you know, knocked us out of our little coveted fourth spot, and in doing so, you know, it makes this game probably again, you know, the Liverpool game at Anfield was probably you know, the game of the season. And now this is looking like it might be the game of the season for us again. So when you take a look at their team and, you know, and then you see their substitutes bench and what they have in depth, then it does make the task look a little bit more difficult. You know, we are hoping at least that the bench will be more in depth come Monday. You know, and unfortunately, if the, the Corey story, if there's any truth in it, you know, and then... You know, what does Carlo do? You know, does he stay with the same 11? Does he have to start then Alan? Does he have to, you know, is, is Davies ready to come back? You know, at least when Alan came on on Thursday uh, and we changed the formation to that kind of diamond formation, we were we were definitely much better. And if Davies is ready, I definitely will be playing him instead of Andre Gomez. You know, 
we all love Andre Gomez. He's been a good server to the club since he's been here. But, you know, whether it's just his, he's lost some momentum, he's lost confidence, or it's just clearly because of that injury, you know, he's given the ball away at pretty much every opportunity he can in recent games. But at least Davies will give us that option, you know, to chase back and win the ball. But, you know, let's hope that this Decore situation is not real because he is important to be able to take us forward. Now, the other side of it is, um, I really can't see James Rodriguez being ready for this game either. So unless Carlo Ancelotti has a trick up his sleeve, then I think Awobi will start again. And, and then that, of course, is a worry as he had an absolute shocker. You could possibly say it was his worst performance in an Everton jersey. He just was not at the races whatsoever and he would seriously have to up his game. And even if he shows the tiniest of improvement, you know, it'll be massively be noticed, you know. Um an option for us could Joshua King, you know, play in that role on that right hand side. Um I think he did when he came on for a Wobie against Southampton. Now I know he's only on for a few minutes, but you know, when Decorey gets those chances to release a Wobi, he's got to be able to make those decisions better, you know. And obviously up front, we're hoping that Richarlison keeps his shooting boots with him fired again. So from a lineup point of view, you know, you got to stick with Pickford in goal, you know, hoping that he keeps his good run going. Um, will Coleman make it back to the bench? I don't know. But I would go with Holgate, Keane, Godfrey. And Godfrey was just an absolute machine in the last couple of games. So him and Keane are doing a good, a good partnership at the moment. Um, Dina obviously making up that back four. And even if Mina was, was ready to come back, I don't think I would start him. I'd keep him on the bench. You know, others will say, no, bring him straight back in, the partner Keane. Um, into midfield, of course, is now where the thoughts are going to rumble around. You know, um, For me, if he's fit, I'll be playing Davies, Allen and Decorey in that midfield trio. That would be the ideal three for me. Some might actually shout out that Sigerson, you know, should start after his 43 seconds impact to assist Richardson in getting the winning goal on Thursday evening. You know, but that's the, the three I would go with if Davies is ready to play. Um, if not, then I would probably go with Andre Gomez. I don't know whether Sigurdsson would be able to, in that just midfield trio. I think he would obviously like to be in that more of a number ten role. Um, then the front three, of course, I would expect would be then a Wobie Calvert Lewin and Richarlison. Now that leads me back to James. You know, did will he actually make the bench? It's Oh, it's a waiting game really with Hammers. You know, we never seem to clearly know what's what's wrong with the lad and it makes you worry that, you know, does he just have a couple of games in him and then we're going to lose him for three or four. He'll come back for a couple of games and we lose him for three or four. You know, is he, as I've said before, is he becoming that luxury player? Anyway, uh, from a result point of view, I think if you ask me right now, I think a draw from this game, I would take that, you know, a win with open arms, of course, you know, two shadows come in and he's really sure things up for Chelsea, but I think they can still be gotten that, I think um, it will be a draw and a score draw, so I'm going with a 1-1, I think we'll be able to, to take the lead and, you know, we'll hang on for a while, I think we'll concede kind of late on in the second half, now, as I'm kind of uh, recording this, I have just looking at the TV. Um, Fulham have actually just gone and uh, beaten Liverpool at Anfield. So now they've sent Liverpool to a 
successive six home defeats. And now for us, just as I'm recording this, this actually gives us it's more evidence to go and get an actual win tomorrow, you know, especially not for top four or for top six, but just for the Merseyside race, you know, a win for Everton now for us tomorrow will take it six points clear of our Mersey rivals and still having a game in hand. So it's setting a big stage up, you know, to, you know, to, to fly the blue flag. And it's just so strange to see what's happened to, you know, our Merseyside rivals where, you know, you're kind of saying to yourself, now where was this bad run last season when they were so far clear of the top of the Premier League, you know, that they couldn't actually uh, come and, you know, lose those games last season, you know, to give City a chance to try and catch up on them. But it is such a strange thing. Um, there was a flag, sorry, not a flag, a, well, I suppose there was a flag uh, flying, an airplane uh, flying over Anfield about Unity and, um, you could just see when the final whistle went, um, the kind of the little smile of Jurgen Klopp. You know, I I just don't think he can believe what's going on. And whether you're a Evertonian, a Manchester United fan, you know, you you, you know, I know one side of us is, is probably laughing our our heads off, you know, because you know, you know, it's probably the worst title defense ever. But the other side is, if you're just like just a general football fan, you probably wonder yourself, you know, what has happened, and if my calculations are correct. If Spurs, I think, even draw with Crystal Palace tonight, uh, Liverpool could be actually eighth position at the end of the the day. So this season is just really an eye-opener in the way it's playing out. So as I said, Everton have that another incentive just to go for glory tomorrow and get that. And I suppose, yes, we have the chance of top, top four. If you want to dream, you could put, you know, if results go away in the game and hand over the sides, you know, we could get... Um, third spot and if really results go our way you could end up you know finishing second in the table but that is a complete dream but to know that a win tomorrow a game in hand over Liverpool can pretty you know, not that it almost will because we're not going to take any results for you know that it's it's ironclad we're going to get them but that you, you just have like if you have a new pair of Nikes you have one foot in the new and you're feeling the comfort and you know that just another couple of results and you put the other foot in the other pair you know you've you know you're wearing your comfortable nikes that you've actually got that and I, you know carlo ancelotti has come out and said that the target now is of course champions league but i know deep down he won't well i suppose knowing carlo he will be really really angry if we don't get top four um on the current way we're playing of it was you know a game's coming up but to know that you know that Europa League at least is really a good strong possibility now you know that is an incentive and something to go for tomorrow so I haven't changed my uh, match prediction I'm still gonna go with 1-1 um a goal scorer now there you go I suppose you have to go with um Rish Harrison again, uh, one of the Goodison Blue members, uh, Bunny, he loves, you know, he's one of his favourite players, obviously, Rish Harrison, and he'd, when we're meeting up to watch the games pre-COVID, he'd go in and he'd put the, the bet on for Rish Harrison to get the first goal, and then he'd come in with a happy face, and, you know, Rish Harrison would get the goal, and to know now in the last couple of games that Rish Harrison has gotten the first goal, or the winning goal, it's like it's you know there's no bookies open. It's an absolute pain. He's like you're missing out on a few quid here, um. But you know 
you know, I'll go with uh, Richarlison putting us uh, in front, and then we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, anyway, guys, that's it for this match uh, preview. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Spread the word. Uh, the word. The word. Um, and I will chat to you tomorrow at the match reaction, and hopefully, it's another great uh, victory or a great result for Everton Football Club in this crazy COVID nineteen. Premier League it just as you see the way it, it's played out and you know the results that we've had the way that we're playing and to know that you know in, and in for like you know we're now feeling it now that we could possibly have that Champions League qualification you could possibly have that Europa League qualification and not being able to see it you know with, with the fans and being there and with us as a group of the Goodison Blues meeting up you know we just have to hope that before the season ends that we can actually still do that in the in the short term because it would be nice you know to even if it's two or three games before the end of the season and we're able to meet up you know safely in a venue that we can actually celebrate on the particular day that if results go away we qualify for the Champions League I think as Everton fans we would absolutely be immense with that if it does happen anyway guys as I said thanks for listening to this podcast uh, spread the word and I'll talk to you tomorrow after the game with the match reaction till then take care and as always stay blue stay safe <laughs>